How would you like to preach on that gospel? <laughs> oh my goodness. I know that it uh, appears that our Lord is um, strident and, and rebuffs the woman. And, um, you know, I, I never could make a lot of sense out of that Canaanite story. It's a tough story. And I was listening to um, Bishop Barron the other day, and he said something that struck me that I think maybe does make some sense. So let me, let's play it out for a couple of minutes and see if you think it uh, might help to come to some understanding of that story. The Jewish people, he says, I only go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. First of all, he was in Tyre and Sidon. He was in, he was in non-Jewish territory. He was in Gentile territory. And she, a Canaanite woman, is a Gentile. He says, I'm preaching to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I'm here for the, for the people of, of the Jewish tradition. And I think that's true in a sense that Yahweh gave to the Jewish people the precious gift of knowing who their God was. That somehow he chose this nation to bear the name of Yahweh. To preach the good news that there is one God. And to believe with all our heart that our God would send his only begotten son. But as Bishop Aaron suggested... That was not something to be kept. It was something to be shared. So the fact that the Jewish people were the, were the great holders of the truth of, of Yahweh, of God, of the relationship with the one true God. It wasn't just for them to gloat in it and to say, look at me, look at me but that they in turn were to take that good word and bring that to other nations, to all people. So our Lord in the beginning of that reading is, is reminding the Jews that they have that responsibility. They've been given this gift of knowing who this God is and beginning to believe that he sent his son. And then, after suggesting that and saying something pretty rough like, we don't give food to the dogs, suggesting that then in turn we are to turn around and change that, share that, give that away. And so he then says to her, you have great faith. Your daughter is healed. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it made a little sense to me anyway that he was first the holder of this truth, the teacher that it must go out, and he in a little frame of the parable practiced that. I'm here to teach the that the Jewish people 
But it's not enough just to teach them. We must go out and share that with everyone. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you and I, we have Canaanites in our own lives. We do. We have people that we just don't want to get near. You know, they've either tormented us or they're half crocked or we think they're, I don't know what we think. Or maybe they're disabled and, and so they become, they can become, we feel so wrongly like they're an annoyance. Or maybe they're a gay and lesbian person that's separated and distanced and doesn't think as we think. Or, or maybe it's a person of another faith that doesn't have the same traditions we have. Or, or maybe it's someone who just is a disagreeable person to us. They're Canaanites. And what we're asked to do is not to disdain people, not to separate people, not to throw them out. What we're asked to do, my brothers and sisters, is to speak the message that you and I hear every single week, every day, I hope. Our beloved God says to you and to me, and we know it well, I love you. I love you. But I've done this. I love you. But I'm sometimes unfaithful. I love you. But I've, I've, I've do, you know, I love you. I love you. That's what he wants us to tell our Canaanite brothers and sisters that they too are loved by our God. We have to believe that. Our, our tradition, our, our gift, the Eucharist, God's word, it's, it's a mighty force and it's been given to us. But it's given to us as a gift, not to be kept, but to be shared. We've got all these kids coming back to, to our school this year, six, seven hundred kids. They come in every size and place and circumstance. And half of them don't know what the heck's going on. You know? They don't. They're kind of just out there. We've got to tell them. I love you. God loves you. He wants you to be a favored son or daughter of the living God. So I'm asking you to think about that tonight. Are there some Canaanites in your life? People that are different than you. What do you do about that? How do you treat them? 
What has God given to you that he asks you in turn to share? I was talking to someone this morning, early this morning, about amends. That's part of the 12-step program where you make amends to people for having done some crazy things in life. Well, I've got a few amends to make in my life, I'm sure. Why do I resist making them? Why do I forget about that? Why? We're called to make amends. We're called to forgive each other. We're called to say what we know in our hearts is true. Our God, our beloved God, loves us so much no matter what. And he loves them as well. And they won't hear it unless they hear it from you and from me. God bless you. Thank you for coming out on this dreadful day of storm and earthquake. And I know God is going to give you a special blessing for all your love. Amen. Amen.